This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Here on Boston Early's Rush Hour, you are welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to give us a call if you'd like, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. Welcome one and all. We begin each Monday by visiting the New York team. Get him out. Get him out. And it's always a delight, especially uh, me reflecting back at the be like a mere, what, seven weeks ago when people were riding high and just ah! talking about what a wonderful winning season they were having. And, you know, it was they looked out on the horizon and saw nothing but victories ahead. You done? And here we are. It's Monday. You done? I'm not done yet. And here it is Monday. And now the losses are piling up week after week, after week after week. No! After week. So, Kevin, who has on, I didn't even recognize it. It's not even the team colors. It's like some knockoff um, hoodie from the early 1900s, probably for the New York Giants baseball team. Yeah, there were New York Giants baseball teams. There was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were winners, by the way. Um, so what so happened? So were the Giants. What? <laughs> so what happened this weekend, Kevin? We tried. Woo! That's it? We, we tried. tried. We, we tried. We tried. Uh, it, it, it's hard. It's easier said I mean, than done when like, you're going up against the best team. That sounds like something that you ask your four-year-old. Did you go potty? <laughs> I tried. I tried. Not good. And it's about the same thing, except they succeeded. Where? What happened, Kevin? Besides, we tried. Let's talk scores. What? Who beat who? All right. Well, if you really, if you really want to get to it, James, we'll get to it. The the New York Giants (laughs) lost. (laughs) <laughs> to the best team in the National Football League, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, the Eagles, yes, as you like to call it, forty-eight to twenty-two. A little embarrassment there, if you forty-eight to yeah. twenty-two. Yeah. It's just a shame they couldn't break fifty. If they had a safety, they would have hit fifty, but they didn't. Yeah, so forty-eight to twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. And now let's talk standings. 
Well, in terms of the Giants, they fall to the bottom of the NFC East, tied with the same record, same record with the Washington Commanders, technically in a tie for last. The the first sentence. Yeah. They what? Yeah, they fell into last place. They fell into last place of the NFC East, technically tied with the Commanders, but it keeps them in the playoff picture. They are holding on to the last playoff spot in the NFC, so the Giants are at seven right now. Whereas the Washington Commanders are six, the two of them will play next Sunday night on Sunday Night Football as the so premier the, game. If the of Commanders, the week. if the Commanders, the the, the, the No Skins win against the Midgets, then that means that New York will officially be in sole possession of last place. Correct. That would in that scenario, in that specific scenario that you say today, Bo James. Yes, that would that would be the outcome, mathematically okay. speaking. Yes. All right. How do the New York Jets do? Well, for the Jets, I mean, it was a tough bargain. They went to Buffalo, tried to beat the Bills. They couldn't do it. Oh, they, they lost. tried too. They tried too. They lost to the Bills. Uh, Twenty to twelve was the final. They're seven and six. Now, the Patriots play tonight on Monday Night Football, James, so if they win their game tonight against Arizona, they will overtake the Jets. The Jets will then fall into last place of the AFC East, and they will also drop out of the AFC playoff picture so the Patriots can take the seventh spot if they win tonight. So the Jets are in a little bit of the same problem as the Giants are, right on the edge of the playoff picture. But we've got like four weeks, I believe, left of football, so, you know, you don't count them out until the until the final whistle, as my dad likes to say. So, mm. still competitive, still a competitive picture in both in both conferences. You, the Jets and compet- Giants very much in it. The Jets Com- and Giants are very much in it. Competitive, you say? That's competitive. Yeah, well, if you're, if you're very I'm, very much in it, they're they're very, very much. Very, yeah, are you you're kidding? in. They both lost like five in a row. They're very much in it. If you're in the playoff picture and you're sitting at, you're, if you're sitting at the seventh spot, you are in the playoff picture. Absolutely, for sure. Do you think the Jets and Giants deserve at this moment to be in the playoffs? I hope they go to the playoffs, but do you think they deserve to be in the playoffs? Stop right now? trying to cover your bases, Bob. Let's just yeah. call it like we see it. You wanted me to pay for your, you know, reparations and everything. Come on. That's right. Oh, we got more talk I mean, about I've been it. rooting hard for these two. They got off to such a great start, these two clubs. Yes, they did. And I was rooting, but, boy, they just tanked in the last month, both of them. I, I recall, and I hope that, Kevin, that you are, are gracious enough to go get my remarks when they were riding high. And I asked you, how long will it be before the Giants tank? I asked you that question, and you should get it. And one day, just surprise me with it. I'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what happened in the world of sports. If you're in New York, you know, look, look, we could be rooting for the Baltimore murderers. But so, I mean, oh, that's right. Wow. The charges dropped. They if they drop the charges, what do you want me to do? Get, you're you're guilty until proven otherwise, no. or innocent no. until proven guilty. Are you, no. are, are you a giant or a jet fan, Bo? Or both? I am. Are you kidding? Please. Oh I dear like, lord! When I used to like football, I was the fan of America's team. Yeah. Oh, the you boys. You want to talk about huh? charges? No, there are. Believe it or not, there are a lot of cowboy fans in New York City. Believe it or not, also Pittsburgh. Fans. Why wouldn't we believe it? I don't. Well, you they don't. Are, really, um, you they don't, are America's right. team. You wouldn't normally associate the Cowboys. Our with the country is in lot. serious trouble.
They are in. <laughs> Wise guy. Actually, you know what? I started to identify just a tiny bit with the Cowboys when I worked down south. I even have a T-shirt. What do you call down south? Did you go? I'm like not south down south. The... South Tech. When I worked in South Texas, that's south. And I would get. I'd watch the Cowboy games, and I would get into it. Yeah, you of actually course. you start identifying with the team where you are a little bit. Yeah. No, I was in New York my whole life, and I still identified with the Cowboys. Everybody loves the Cowboys. They're American. When I worked up in Western New York, I used to watch the Bills. I got into the Bills. Yep. Well, thank you uh, very much, gentlemen. Let us turn our attention now to another giveaway. It's the Christmas season. Did you know, and I I wanted to do this story last week, and somehow with all the other things in the news, it escaped me. But one of the biggest scams in American history, and there are so many scams, but this is a big scam. The Joe Biden administration gave COVID money, money that was supposed to be earmarked to help sick people, to help people from dying, to help people that were suffering the ravages of a disease that we still don't know the origins of, COVID-19 relief money. The Biden administration gave COVID relief money $36 billion of COVID relief money to union workers, not just any union workers. He gave the money to the, to the truckers, the Teamsters, one of the, most, one of the most historically corrupt unions in American history. The money comes from last year's COVID-19 relief package, he gave it to them so that the co- so that the teamsters could pay their pension money. Now this is egregious and it is to me just downright unbelievably corrupt. The money comes from last year's COVID-19 relief package. It will avert cuts for up to 60% in pensions for 350,000 Teamster truck drivers, warehouse, construction workers, and food processors. I don't have anything against truck drivers. They work very hard for their money. I don't have anything against warehouse and construction workers, nor food processors. These are all hardworking people. However... Why are we, the United States people, on the hook to make good on promises that were made by union leaders for these workers? The Teamsters pay millions to the Democrats every election cycle. Why didn't they use the money that they pay Democrats to run for office to shore up their own pensions? Why? Because they knew that if they just pay to get Democrats elected, the Democrats will turn over America's money to them. The head of these organizations historically have lived very large and very well, yet they run industries 
and they run their own union in ways that you could not run your business. When they get in financial trouble, do they do what's necessary to get themselves out of it? For instance, stop giving money to Democrats for their election bids. No, they turn to the government. They turn to you. And they say, give us money. We screwed the pooch here on our pensions. And what does Joe Biden do? $36 billion of your taxpayer money goes to bail out pensions at the Teamsters. And everybody's cool with it, apparently. $36 billion. And no one seems to find anything wrong with that. You you screw up your business. You screw up your retirement. And who is going to come bail you out? Nobody. But yet you have to fork over your money and give it to a bunch of liberal hacks, a liberal union that has done nothing but help Democrats continue. It's, you know, Rush used to call this a money laundering scheme. The way it works is they give money to the Democrats. The Democrats get in. The Democrats, the Democrats make sure that they reward the gift by giving the union money. And then the union gives the Democrats more money. And then the Democrats give the unions more money. Meanwhile, America, you don't have a voice in this. You get taken to the bank. That's who gets taken to the bank. America. Christmas time, 2022. The Biden administration has approved a Washington state request. What was that request from Washington state? To offer health insurance to undocumented immigrants. In other words, to pay for the health care of people who broke the law and came here. And that's where more of your taxpayer dollars are going. Washington State says, hey, they're here illegally, so what? Let's pay for their health care. We put them in school. Your kids can go to school here. If you are an American citizen, you cannot go to any of the countries where you have illegal immigrants pouring in here and expect the government to pay for your health care, to pay for your kids to go to school, to just pay for everything. But here, oh, no, let's just give illegal immigrants all kind of money that the taxpayers, the unions, and the illegal immigrants just hand over your money to them. Meanwhile, the kids that you, the, the schools that you send your kids to, are failing. Today, I have a story in here. Parents are screaming mad because why the government stopped paying free lunch for everybody, like they were doing in COVID, and now a bunch of parents and activists. Well, this is just a shame. This is horrible. Because American parents, after all, can't be expected to feed their own children. No, that's too much of a burden. So the Democrats have to feed your children. The Supreme Court is going to take up a second Biden appeal on student debt plan. That's the one where they want to give another $400 billion of your money away so that students don't have to repay loans that they took 
No one twisted their arm to take them. They took the loans, and now Democrats want to give them your money so that they can not have to pay their loans because it's too hard. Christmas time in America. The giveaways continue. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you on WABC. Your call is 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. Oh, so much more news. We're coming right back. Don't go away. It rains, it rains, pennies from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains pennies from heaven? You'll find your fortunes falling all over the town. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Gentlemen, especially if you like football, the Eagles bring us back to Eagles on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Best of my love. For you Giants fans, you can practice your new cheer. We're number last. We're number last. Okay. Um, 77 WABC listeners, right now I have a pair of tickets. I want to get in on the giveaways. I have a pair of tickets to give away. To what? Yes, to see the Tony Orlando Holiday Show on Saturday, December 17th at Parks Casino. You can see the show. You can have some other fun. Be the seventh caller right now. Seventh caller right now at 800-848-9222. You will win a pair of tickets to tie a yellow ribbon around the old Christmas tree. December 17th at Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania. 800-848-WABC. For those of you who are not the seventh caller today, Tickets are on sale right now at parkscasino.com. Seventh caller wins a pair of tickets. Go see our our host here, our WABC host, Tony Orlando. His holiday show on Saturday, December 17th at Parks Casino. Okay. A lot more musical birthdays. Let's do some musical birthdays. Kevin, who else? It's Frank Sinatra's birthday. Who else do we have? Who are we celebrating today? 
Today we're also celebrating Connie Francis. Birthday today, 84. Dion Warwick Love celebrates a birthday. 80, Love you, Connie. 82. The drummer and pop star Sheila E. also celebrates a birthday today, 65. And like you said, Frank Sinatra, the great Frank Sinatra. And today our friend Smokey Robinson Smokey, had some success. Indeed. On this day in 1970, Tears of a Clown from Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. It was their first number one hit when it topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart on this day in 1970, 52 years ago. It's amazing. Okay. Come on, let me tell you what's coming up on the show. Oh, we have a return. Do we have Welcome Back, Cotter? Do we have that song? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Because um, this one kind of just really fits. We've got some exciting news. NBC News correspondent Miguel Amaguer, who was yanked off the network's airwaves, was disappeared last month after reporting on Paul Pelosi was allowed to return back to TV. You know where they stuck him? They stuck him in the middle of a snowstorm in California on the Today Show. He last appeared on the show to deliver a report that presented a slightly different narrative for the shocking Paul Pelosi attack. NBC, after he reported it, threw this guy off the air. Didn't he? The guy stopped all social media. You, he was banished. He was. You better shut your yap. That's what it seems to be. Well, they let him back. They put him out in the snow and said, we'll give you another shot. But you're not going to go anywhere near Paul Pelosi's house, buddy. So, welcome back, Miguel. Here's what's going to happen on the show in just a little bit. We have a very smart individual Ken Abramowitz, he's an author, and he wrote a book that is a really uh, interesting book, but we're not going to talk about his book. No, we're going to talk about the Republican loss. The book that he wrote is called The Multi-Front War. If we have time, we'll ask him just a little bit about the premise, and it is a really interesting book. It's a threat analysis book. But he also came up with a bunch of reasons put together very coherently why he believes Republicans lost or didn't gain, why it was only a modest Republican victory. So we're expecting Ken to come back. And then, of course, we have your calls, 800-848-WABC, with whatever you want to talk about this Monday Monday afternoon on Bo Snurley's. I started to say morning. I don't know why. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. So don't go away. Coming right back. Right after this. Welcome back. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The holidays are here, my friends, and it's time to help make a difference this holiday season. Talk Radio 77 WABC is teaming up with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for our annual holiday radiothon this Thursday, December 8th, from 6 a.m. until noon. Help us raise money for the Tunnel to Tower Foundation season of hope. All the money raised will bring hope to America's military and first responder heroes and their families. This holiday season, you know, you don't have to wait until Thursday, by the way. You can do this right now. You can donate $11 a month or more, however much you want, at wabcradio.com slash donate. We all want to wish you happy holidays and thank you. From 77 WABC and Tunnel to Towers, go to wabcradio.com slash donate. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles bring us back. On WABC Talk Radio 77. We are so happy to have with us. He has one of the more interesting premises for a book that might make a very worthy Christmas gift to your politically-minded friends. And maybe we'll talk about that toward the end. His name is Ken Abramowitz. He wrote a piece, Why Only a Modest Republican Midterm Victory. And Ken Abramowitz, welcome to Boston Nervous Rush Hour. How are you, my friend? Great. Thank you very much for having me. Great to hear your voice. Thank you. Now, your piece We don't have time for the full list. It was comprehensive. Give us the biggies. Why, instead of the red wave, did we get the red trickle? (laughs) uh, I'll highlight just a couple of uh, issues. Uh, Number one, I I talked to about 100 uh, candidates in the past 12 months, and they they all told me they were were excited about giving uh, issues, the obvious issues, the border, inflation, uh, um, education. And, and I said to them, the key issue wasn't even mentioned. The key issue was that Republicans believe in life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness for 100% of the population, and Democrats believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for 10% of the population. That's what the election was about, but the Republicans couldn't say it. Okay, you also said something. So messaging is an issue. Democrat messaging, you say, is directed at emotions. Republicans' message focus on rationality. Yes, that's true. Yes, yes. You also say something that I find very interesting. You said the American population is full of good people. This is your quote. The American population is full of good people who do not fully understand evil. 
and all too often fail to recognize it when they see it. What are you talking about? Well, uh, good people um, cannot believe that people would be evil. It's it's hard for them to understand that. So they they do not uh, they they understand it when they go see a movie, for example, uh, 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 Star Wars, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. They understand good and evil, but when it comes to real life, they don't understand good and evil, and they're uh, easily deceived by uh, Democrats who lie. And, and invert reality, and, and they deceive roughly half the population. What kind of evil are you talking about? Give me an example of evil, Ken. <laughs> uh, let's go back to what I said. Anyone who believes in life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness for 10% of the population, in other words, me, my family, and my friends, but not for the, everybody else, I call that evil. Now, it gets manifested in a number of different ways. But, uh, for example, um, taking inflation from 2% to 8% because we go on a spending binge, I call that evil because people don't get 8% salary increases. So if people get 4% salary increases and 8% inflation and they lose 4% of their buying power every year, I call that evil. Uh, You might just say, oh, that's inflation, but I call it evil. Um, and we're being invaded by uh, two, three, four million people a year from 160 countries. Uh, uh, I call that evil. It's evil because the, the kids are getting molested, women are getting molested, and then the people who come here, uh, the, the percentage of them that are criminals hurt people who are here. So I, I would call an open border evil. You say there were also a number, here's something that I consider evil, there are numerous voting irregularities you mentioned in big swing states, particularly Arizona, Nevada, that purposefully, you said, purposely were not corrected after the 2020 election. Right, that, that, that's also uh, evil. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, we, we have rights, and, and you could live for it just for argument's sake, and, and someone... Uh, some evil people in uh, Phoenix uh, area, Maricopa County, actually um, uh, mess up the machines on voting day. And as a result, uh, perhaps a, a Democrat gets elected instead of a Republican. Well, that affects me, anyone in Nebraska, uh, because of the makeup of the Senate can change based upon some um, purposeful irregularities in, in a certain county of a certain state. So the point I'm getting to is we, we, we the people have rights. It's called the Constitution, and when people violate the Constitution, I call that evil. Unlike Republicans who tend to vote on Election Day, as the Constitution you just mentioned requires, Democrats succeeded in convincing their voters to vote early. Well, now you're getting into an issue that's not evil. In other words, if the rules have changed and everyone knows knows the rules and, and Democrats know how to get people to come out early and Republicans don't, that, that's, that's, that's just better management in that example uh, uh, by, by the Democrat Party. I would not call that evil. Uh, what's, what's evil is if the Republicans show up on the last day and, and then the machines don't work. That, that's, that's evil. Let me just uh, give you, okay, you can get the full comprehensive list, and I mean it is a comprehensive list. You, you outline each one 
why why the Republicans had such a modest victory. But I want to spend just a moment on your book, The Multi-Front War. you got to give me the elevator pitch because we're running out of time quickly. Okay. Uh, in the book, there's two versions. They just came out with a new version just two months ago, The Multi-Front War. It's highlighted on my website, SaveTheWest.com. It's also available on Amazon and other bookstores. The, the, the quick story is we have three major groups of enemies. I color code them, the reds, the greens, and the blues. The Reds are the communist totalitarians like China, Russia. The Greens are the Islamists like Iran and Qatar. And the Blues, color-coded blue for the United Nations, the, uh, are the globalists uh, in the World Economic Forum, the drug cartels. These Reds, the Greens, and the Blues uh, fight us in, in uh, six forms of warfare, um, physical, cultural, economic, legal, demographic, and cyber. If you multiply three bad guys or groups of bad guys times six forms of war, it's 18. We're fighting 18 different wars. That's the key element of the book is we have to learn how to do 18 things simultaneously, which is really difficult. And that's the multi-front war. Kim Abramos, thank you so much for joining us. And give your website again for people that are interested in following up, reading more about your thoughts on why Republicans lost and also the multi-front war. Where can people find you? SaveTheWest.com, SaveTheWest.com. And uh, people can subscribe. There's a pop-up menu. I write an, uh, you subscribe. I write an article every two weeks, and people will get it right to their emails if they sign up. It also shows how to uh, just do on the book itself, The Multi-Front War. Thank you so much for joining us, Ken. We appreciate you. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you. Uh, 77 WABC listeners, you can win a 77 WABC Celebrating 100 Years poster signed by our very own Sid Rosenberg. Join the 77 WABC VIP, VIP Club by downloading the app or go to 77 WABC's website. That website address is wabcradio.com slash VIP. That's where you can join. It's the newest and most rewarding way to be part of the 77 WABC family every week. We're giving away prizes to VIP club members. Prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greets, signed memorabilia, concert tickets, and more. This week, a lucky VIP member will be chosen to receive a 77 WABC celebrating 100 years poster signed by Sid Rosenberg. All you have to do Sign up for 77 WABC's VIP Club by downloading the app or by going to wabcradio.com, www.wabcradio.com slash VIP. By signing up, you'll receive a special members-only newsletter and be automatically entered for a chance to win each week's reward. Download the 77 WABC app and join the 77 WABC VIP Club today. is the Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
Again, one of the birthday women, Connie Francis' birthday today is Dion. Uh, the beautiful, sultry voice of Dion Warwick. Remember, Catching Night comes up next. Boy, Elon Musk is becoming a folk hero in some quarters. Did you, hey, Scott, did you hear that Elon had a, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle called Elon up to the stage? Really? He was booed. No. They booed him. Why? Why? Well, I don't know. Dave Chappelle just said, hey, that must be some of these people at Twitter you fired. Or something. Where was the show, do you know? I don't know. I met Chappelle. Did I tell you that? I met Chappelle when I was over in um, London earlier this year. You said he was having a good time. Yeah, he was, he was having a very good time. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway, Elon Musk on Sunday tweeted this out, and it caused people lost their cookies. He said Elon did. My pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. He later shared a meme edited to show Fauci telling Joe Biden, just one more lockdown, my king. Please wear a mask. The liberals went nuts. And then they started, you know, doing what they do, screaming at uh, Fauci, screaming at Elon Musk. Elon, please don't mock and promote hate toward already marginalized and at risk of violence members of the LGBTQ community, blah, blah, blah. That's what astronaut Scott Kelly, the twin brother of Senator Kelly, responded to his tweet. I don't know what LGBTQ has to do with Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci's married. And if there's something else going on, I really don't want to know. Okay? But Musk is not backing down from any of these people. He said, I strongly disagree, forcing your pronouns upon others when they didn't ask, and implicitly ostracizing those who don't is neither good nor kind to anyone. As for Fauci, he lied to Congress he funded gain-of-function research that killed millions of people. Not awesome, IMO. So, war of words. The Twitter files dump. Part 5 is out. The Twitter files number 5 shows that there was internal division because there were those in Twitter, in the upper echelon of Twitter, who knew that they did not have sufficient reason to ban Donald Trump. But Jack Dorsey, apparently, and that woman who I always mix up her name, I call her JJ, but her name is v- v- the, the lawyer. God, got it, God, anyway. She was, uh, uh, yeah. She is, do you know at the same time they banned Donald Trump they had Iran's Ayatollah Ali that was still Khomeini, that was still writing that Israel is a malignant cancerous tumor 
that has to be removed and eradicated. It is possible it will happen. But they leave the Ayatollah. They kept the uh, Taliban on there. They kept the Taliban on the Twitter. The Taliban official account never got canceled. Right, but they banned Trump. So all of this stuff is coming out to light now. Now, again, I'm going to say this shouldn't just be, oh, by the way, did you know that not one of the regular lamestream news networks is covering any of this, the Twitter, the Twitter files that are being released? They're pretending it never happened. One thing else that he did, he met, uh, Elon Musk did, with Dr. J. Bhattacharya, who was also banned. Why was he banned? Because he argued that the COVID lockdowns could hurt children. They put him, they locked him down, just like they locked down a bunch of doctors and nurses and everyone else who has alternative views to what Fauci and the government ilk were saying about COVID. Now, in the case of Trump, folks, this stuff is direct interference in elections. And I'm still waiting, in vain, for the DOJ, for the FEC to say, hey, listen, this is worthy of an investigation and, if found guilty of interference elections, some kind of prosecution, whether it's civil or criminal. Let us go to central New Jersey. And Steve, Steve, thank you for waiting. How are you this afternoon? I'm fine, Mr. Bo James. Thanks for taking my call. Back to where you began about the unions that you believe got paid off uh, for uh, by the Biden COVID stimulus. I believe that's what my opinion is what happened here in New Jersey. The state workers' pension we had heard prior to that Biden election and stimulus was in a free fall, pension liability. All of a sudden, after Biden's pension uh, COVID relief, I no longer hear, I mean, you can check the New Jersey headlines, but I no longer hear anything about a pension liability for the state workers union in New Jersey. Let's not forget, Phil Murphy was one of five governors that imposed one of the most onerous lockdown, shutdown restrictions in New Jersey in response to the virus, uh, COVID virus hysteria. By the way, we had the highest per capita number of cases and deaths of the elderly under that great leadership, not of Phil Murphy. Don't forget this, folks. He wants to run for president. Don't forget this. All right. Thank Mr. you. I got to run here. Thank you, Sandra, New Jersey. Welcome. How are you, Sandra? Hey, James. How are you? I just, you know, I just wanted to mention that the virus caused my mother to die. But not only that, think of all the dogs that he was torturing, Fauci, those beautiful little beagles putting their heads in cages and letting bugs eat them. Do you remember that? I read about that in stunned disbelief. Uh, Folks, Dr. Fauci is going to be called up in this next session of Congress. By the way, there's a lot going on there, too, that we will delve into during the week. Quietly, some moderate Republicans are talking to Democrats because they don't think Kevin McCarthy is going to be able to get pull it out. And they would rather deal with Democrats than deal with conservatives. Anyway, we got to go. James Golden, may God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh, so just ignore the host. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye. 
sleep And find I'm king of the hill I'm gonna die This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.